guys, this is Latara. Welcome to the Veganish Podcast. Do me a favor, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at BeVeganish. And also come to my website at BeVeganish.com. Order your vegan meal prep and please enjoy the podcast. We have a special guest today. Her name is Dr. Angela Jones. Hey. <laughs> she is a sex therapist. Yes. I'm a psychotherapist and I specialize in sex. She's amazing, y'all. She's going to educate us on how food affects your sex life. Because it does. So you guys just think that you can eat anything and you can just go all day and that's not the case. Yeah. So let us know. Tell the people, <laughs> what do you recommend? Like, what are the, what's the best diet to have to increase your sex life? Well, it's clear that the best diet to have, of course, is a healthy one, a lean one full of leafy greens. I'm not going to say all that kind of stuff. Right. But the best diet to have is the best diet for your body. So whatever makes your body work at its highest potential. Right. The thing is, is that usually it's going to incorporate a lot of vegetables and fruit Mm -hmm. so with vegetables and fruit you already know that it's going to help with like the circulation in your body and i mean especially for men the main thing is like circulation in your penis of course because that's what helps to work i mean because that's what helps to get well (laughs) you got to have good circulation to make your penis get erect so if you're wondering like oh man why am i having trouble you know getting up Mm -hmm. you need to check your diet first. And I always tell people before you come to me for sex therapy, you need to go check your body out first. Go to your MD, see what's going on with you first. So whatever diet it is, it just has to be the right diet for you because I know that not like vegan or vegetarian or take out meat or take out this is good for everybody. Mm -hmm. So it's about whatever gets you to your optimum, optimal place. So, yeah. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So I have people who have, called it well not called and emailed in about their spouse not wanting it as often as they do okay so so how old are they they're in their 30s okay that's young right is that common for that age you know so the thing is that you don't know what's going on at home so your libido can be disrupted just because you don't like your partner or you're mad at your partner or there's problems going on at home and the biggest thing is like you have to be able to trust who you're having sex with. So if there was any kind of trust broken or something happened that made you feel that you can't look at the person the same, you're not going to get as aroused as you would when you had more of an innocent view of that person. So that's the first thing. The reason I asked about age is 40s, our hormones start to change. So women, you know, we get into premenopausal stage, menopause, Mm -hmm. and we don't want it as much. It doesn't mean it's going to stay that way. It's just our hormones are just trying to... regulate and it's kind of out of whack and we don't feel comfortable with ourselves there's so many changes happening so okay so here's the question (laughs) okay was it men that was saying this or was it men and women men and women but you'd be surprised i know a lot of women who Mm -hmm. want it more often than men yeah so 
I actually just talked about this. The, the, the myth is, it's not really a myth. The thing is, they're saying like your 30s is your sexual prime mm-hmm. for women. And that the 20s is the sexual prime for men. Right. But, I mean, there's some truth into that. So we are hormonally at our sexual prime in our 20s, men and women. So men are more like at 18, women is like 20-something. So that's the best time to have a child. Okay. Technically. That's when your sperm is floating and swimming well, <laughs> you know. And that's when our body is secreting the right juices and it's ready to suck up all that... Uh, that semen, <laughs> but as far as like when we're at our sexual peak, like when we really feel like we want to have sex, is when you feel basically the most comfortable with your body. Okay. So you don't, you know, you don't want to be on top of somebody and feel uncomfortable. Then you're not going to perform as well. But when you are comfortable and you really don't care, which kind of starts in your thirties, yes. When you just like, f it, I'm just going to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Then that's when you start having the best sex of your life. Hmm. Hey, I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes. (laughs) So do are there any foods specifically that make people more aroused? You know, they have the, you know, the stereotypical aphrodisiacs. Yes. And they usually it's because they have a higher level of a certain chemical. I can't think of it right now, but that's not usually the case. I don't want to have like I hate oysters, but apparently oysters is supposed to be an aphrodisiac. Right. Um, But. They're, they're just basically saying anything that has high, like, vitamin D, vitamin B, high vitamin type of uh, vegetables, anything green and leafy yes. will help with that. And that's the main thing in regards to circulation. Okay. And then also, if you're eating more vegetables, it can, if you're in a vegan diet, you you produce more serotonin, which is... You're happy. You're happy chemical in this your brain. This is true. I'm always so, happy. <laughs> the happy chemical in your brain, of course, just being happy, you know, you feel more comfortable with yourself. And yeah. then you feel like you want to flirt and you want to, like, be around people. So, therefore, it naturally leads to a better sex life because you, you want to be intimate with somebody. And then it also directly links to um, oxytocin, okay, which is directly linked to being aroused, your libido. So... All of it. Eat more greens, eat more vegetables, and all of these things are likely to happen. So the last thing, I which love is the this. funny one that you're going to laugh at, <laughs> because, well, I'm used to talking about these things, but right. people are just like, ooh, okay, she's talking about semen. Um, <laughs> the thing is, like, you know, if you, if you are a vegan and you're not eating meat and dairy and you're not putting animal products in your body, then you smell better and you taste better. I was going to ask sense yeah you smell better yes and your semen tastes better yes so it's okay you know it it just makes you more aroused like if somebody smells you (laughs) I don't know why I can't think of the name right now but there's like a whole movement of women who are using their juices down there and they're tapping it around and you're they're using that as perfume really and they have men in huh yeah, but but a lot of, unless you're just like you've got BV or something, <laughs> you know, when you tap it on you, they they have men smell them and men are like, yeah, you smell amazing, and it's because your hormonal level is balanced, right? The you have the right vitamins, you don't smell bad at all. Sometimes you you either don't smell like anything mm-hmm. or you taste sweeter. So yay! So yeah, Rick Ross on you know songs talking about eating pineapples. Yes, you know he probably yeah. needs to eat more than just pineapples, but. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> like that's that's how it is in hip hop culture. You yes. know, they're telling you about one thing, but if you if you're able to link it together, they're like, oh, fruits make you taste better down there. Yes. Duh. <laughs> I do notice that since I've gone plant based, mm-hmm. I do not smell like anything. Mm-hmm. I don't have for 
I don't have to wear deodorant every day. I right. don't smell just in general. Yeah. So that I mean, that, how does that not improve your sex life? This is true. This yeah, all you, comes you want you know if you are with somebody who smells good or may not smell anything, you may not smell it, mm-hmm. but they may smell you. But you may smell good. Right. They'll want to get closer to you, and it's dealing with your pheromones. So that means your pheromones smell good. Wow. Okay. So okay, <laughs> one more question I have. Uh huh. A lot of couples do not like to talk about like sex. No. They just like to have sex. Yes. And I think, I don't know if it's they're uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. They don't, I don't know what it is. So what, how do you suggest people introduce that conversation into their relationship? So, yeah, it's something, I mean, we're told to like communicate better. We're told to, oh, you need to communicate well with your partner. You need to talk. You need to let them know how you feel. But they never really tell you, okay, you need to talk about sex. Right. And what you do like and what you don't like. And you just kind of hop into bed and hope for the best. Right. And sometimes it doesn't happen (laughs) well, you know, Um, and then so after that, you know, we're realizing we're not having good sex and then you still don't say anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't understand how you you expect to learn how to fully fulfill your partner if you don't talk about it. So if you're still shy about it and it's something that you're nervous about, I always say a great segue is like reading an article and saying, hey, babe, look what I read. Don't use porn at first. You could do that later. I'm not against porn. But like if this is your first conversation, you would be like, hey, pull up Pornhub. Let me show you something. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to do that. Right. So I would say read an article. Right. Even like, even if you know what the article is talking about, it's something that it, it's a distraction from looking at each other while you're talking. Right. You can say, hey, babe, read this. What do you think about it? So that's a good first segue into it. Don't talk about it right before sex during sex and right after sex, okay? A great way to do it is when y'all are flirting or y'all are at a restaurant and he's kissing you or something, you can say, oh, I can't wait till we get home and then you da-da-da-da-da. Even if he's never or she has never done it, it's still something you're implanting in their mind. Right. right. And then you can also say, like, if you know you did something new, not right after, but, like, maybe the next day, be like, hey, I did something new yesterday. Do you, you know, do you realize what I did? Don't get mad if they didn't realize it, but just let them know <laughs> what you did. Because if they didn't realize it, that means it, it, it wasn't effective. Right. Don't right? do it anymore. Just like, it doesn't you didn't work. realize that, you know, I rubbed you counterclockwise. You know, like, no, I didn't realize <laughs> any change. So usually the best way I say is like an article, a magazine, if you're watching something on TV mm-hmm. and it can kind of spark that kind of conversation naturally. Right. And then... You see where it goes from there. Now, if your partner is like, I can't believe you're talking about this with me, that is your time to evaluate, like, this is going to be a problem. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the way I would, I would suggest that How you do How do you it. feel about um, foreplay? I feel that it's great. Next I question. Mean, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. It was so with foreplay. <laughs> well, great. <laughs> awesome. Um, foreplay can be more than just what people think. You know, everybody's always thinking about like oral sex and massages and stuff like that, which is great. Do that. But I always tell people foreplay starts at the end of your last sexual encounter with that person. And you should always be living in a state of enticement. Right. It shouldn't feel like a job. But if you're always trying to create a space of pleasure, not physical pleasure, just if you if you tell your partner, oh, you look beautiful. If you're saying it and you're not looking at her, that doesn't mean as much as if you're just like, man, you look so beautiful today. You're just like, you look at me blush. <laughs> That's so nice. <laughs> right. You know, or if you're touching them a certain way or, 
you know, it's not only about compliments. It's the way you move. Mm-hmm. It's the way you guys are together. If you're always thinking like this is considered foreplay, you're going to do it well. Um, and so by the time it's to go into the bedroom, it just happens so naturally. It's just my whole life. We're just in a foreplay stage. So there's really no afterplay. It's just always a foreplay. Can you imagine how much happier everyone would be if we were always in foreplay? Like the world mm-hmm. would just be so peaceful. And mm-hmm. the thing is about foreplay is that it's not really about you. If you get out of the mentality that you're trying to get something, mm-hmm. you're not going to be as good in the foreplay business. You, It's about pleasing the other person. So you, if you spend time as a husband and wife thinking of ways to make the other person happy or pleasing them, think about what, I mean, if both of you are doing that, not just one person, if right. both of you are in that state of, being an understanding person to that person or always trying to please that person. Think about how amazing that relationship would be. Like, I always want to listen to her. I'm here for you. It just creates an environment of true intimacy. So... I love that. Oh, we learned so many things (laughs) in this short time. You guys, I know we'll have to have her come back. Will you come back? Yeah. So go to the Veganish Podcast at Gmail. Send your questions because I know y'all have more questions relating to sex. Yes. For Dr. Angela. <laughs> and thank you so much for being of here. Of course. And thank you. You know, um, this, if you want to reach me, you can reach me on Instagram as well. So I'm yes. pretty sure you'll tag. But I'll it's tag at her. Get Centered CC. Yeah. Get Centered, yes. And you guys can make your own appointment, you and your couple, <laughs> your spouse, I should say. Mm-hmm. Or you could come by yourself. <laughs> yes. Is that common? Do people come by themselves? Oh, a lot. I have a lot of women that come because they're like, I don't understand why... I feel fill in the blank. Right. So, yeah, I have a lot of single women and men that come see me. Yes. Hmm. Noted. Thank you so much for watching this episode on the Veganish Podcast. We'll see you next time.